The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your money. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy or for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast all the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight i'm doing good it's a it's a beautiful day here in philadelphia i'm almost too warm here it's like 80 it was like 80 degrees here i went did some shopping earlier got out of the car i was like oh this is feel like a like a mid-july day here it's just way too warm after being cold last week but yeah doing good hopefully hopefully the phillies can uh can clinch it can win the series tonight against the marlins uh yeah so d- doing good here in philadelphia 13 degrees and cloudy that's perfect for me in october bc uh it's a lot better than it usually is but i'm doing excellent unlike last night i am fully refreshed got a full fucking nine hours of sleep first time in a long while i've got more than like seven hours so i am feeling great especially because i was watching champions league today my boys lazio laziali Shout out to the the Curve Nord, the Ultras in Rome. Fucking, we won. I mentioned like a few weeks ago, the Lazio games always like end up in a, you know, late, late finish. And once again, it happens. But this time for the good boys, 96 minute, last minute of injury time. The Lazio boys scored. Pedro, he scored a header. Oh, two to one against Celtic. Those fucks from Glasgow. Oh, fuck those fucks. <laughs> I don't like them. Uh, they, might not even, they might be from... Uh, yeah, Glasgow. I think they're a Scottish team, but they pretend to be Irish. Anyway, I hate them, and I love Lazio, so fuck yeah, Lazio. Let's go. Ryan, did you catch any of that? Like, Did any of that make any sense to you, or is that, uh, am I just going crazy? I heard yay soccer. That's what I heard. <laughs> I think I heard like top bin or something. I don't know, but hell yeah, Joel. I'm glad you're having a good time, buddy. I'm doing the opposite. I got like no sleep last night. I'm so tired, but you know what? Dude... It's it's fucking hot as balls outside. It's 27 degrees outside right now. It's nuts. Like literally, this is like this is like June or July or something. But it's October. I had to go to the bank today, and honestly, I was so sweaty. Like I came back and I'm sticky, and I'm like, holy shit, and oh. I hate it. I hate the heat. I like, honestly, I'd rather, I don't know about you guys. What do you guys think? I'd rather it be like fucking, I don't know, like minus like 18 degrees and like snow and wind than it be like 28 degrees and sticky and hot and humid. No, I I, I like it hot. I just don't like it hot in October. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather it be like a crazy, like three foot or four foot of snow than have to deal with that heat. This sucks, bro. So I don't know. Anyways, it's, other than that, it's a nice day in Toronto, bro. Skies are clean. That's not a thing. Skies are clean. Skies are clear. 
So that's always nice, bro. I'm looking outside my window right now. It's pretty cool. So hell yeah. Um, all right, let's get this rock and roll here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. Uh, we talked about it. Hockey is pretty much here. Christ, it might as well be here. We got puck drop six days for the NHL. That's absolutely awesome. Um, tons of words coming out from around camps and stuff like that as rosters are being finalized. Uh, what else we got? We got football. We were just talking a little football talk before the show here, man. NFL is doing its thing. I don't. I didn't look. What's the Thursday nighter? Is it? It's something stupid. <laughs> it's it? a oh, good one. It's a good one. <laughs> oh no! It's the Bears and the Commanders. <laughs> Why? <Are you laughs> like, when can they flex games? Like, can we get these guys out of here? Like, why the fuck are the Bears even a thing on like prime time? That shouldn't be a it's, thing. It's Thursday night. It doesn't even really count as prime time. They always put the shit games on. Thursday night because I guess every team has to play a Thursday night game so they, they just put two of the shit teams together and get them out of the way but uh, we were we were talking before the show that uh, you know the Manicast is pretty damn good but I wish they'd be on Thursday nights because I don't like the Thursday night broadcast Amazon Prime is, is shit the, 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 the music is shit the broadcast crew is shit uh, Al Michaels is a legend but he does obviously doesn't care anymore like uh, he has uh, about as much of excitement as a turtle at this point um whereas they're putting the Manning cast against Troy Troy Aikman and Joe Buck who are uh, like one of the best crews ever and um they typically get better games so yeah I think that the Manning cast if, if they had, like Will Farrell on the Manning cast on Thursday night yeah I might, might tune into that a little bit but uh uh, not on, on Mondays, um, but yeah, go Bears, fucking fuck up the Commanders, <laughs> but don't don't win the game because we need to get that first overall pick, right? I don't think you're gonna cover. I think I saw I was just looking what's it, like five and a half spread or something like that. I think you're fucked. The Probably. Bears stink. The Bears the, suck. <laughs> the sharp money's on the Bears though. It was up to plus seven, so uh, the sharps believe in the Bears to oh at least God. cover seven points. I I don't even know. I might even stay away from that, to be honest with you. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, that's good. College football is doing. So at least we got some good games in that coming up this weekend. That'll be good. Uh, what else is going on? CFL fucking. You know, who, who did I see? Someone big's coming to do the halftime show. I forget who it was. Fuck, I wish I saw that. I'll get back to you on that one. I'll do some. It's got to be a country star, right? It's always a country I, star. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's a like Carrie Underwood or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's Green Day. Green what? Day, yeah, it's Green Day. That was it, exactly. Green Day is playing the halftime in Hamilton. I might go to <laughs> Argos. Are, if the Argos are probably going to be it, I might go to that game. Why the hell not? You know, it's no Fuck Nickelback it. at the Heritage Classic, but oh, I mean, we talk Nickelback stinks, Ryan. Nickelback stinks. I, I, you, I, know. I know. I feel like you like like you no, absolutely I, love Nickelback. I, I, don't I don't lie. like Nickelback. No. <laughs> Never made it as a Ryan Gilbert. Couldn't make it as a Gilbert Steeler. <laughs> this is how you giraffe me. Oh! I don't know. Anyway, stuff's going on in the world sports. What's up with baseball, Ryan? Your Phillies win. Everybody, everything's going good. Was one up? last night. Uh, the Blue Jays are currently losing two nothing. If they lo- if they lose this one, they'll, they'll be out of it. Please, uh, the, Rain- the Rangers took out took out the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays were one of the one of the big favorites. People expected to. Go decently far, especially early in the, early in the season. So yeah, baseball still going here. We're gonna have the uh, division series this weekend. Look at this giraffe! <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. You know that that Chad guy, Chad Kruger, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, he lives around me, and my my dad actually did his his flooring at his his big estate. So nice. uh, wow, yeah, I've got the, that, that going for me. But he still can sucks. You, can you get me an autograph? No, you need a, fuck you. You don't even like him, he said. <laughs> you just want to switch or turn it around, sell it on eBay. Yeah. Guilty Fletcher, Nickelback. 
<laughs> oh, well, there we go. We got that one. No, I, exactly. I, I don't no, know. it is. Don't lie. I, you I, love I admit to, to, to liking some bad musicians, but not Nickelback. Mm. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll get it out of him, Joel. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Read the articles. Ryan's uh, division preview articles are awesome, dude. So be sure to give those a nice little check up. You know, you're just killing some time, or if you're taking a shit, or you're just doing whatever. Maybe you're on the subway or the bus or some shit. Fucking go read that. That's absolutely killer. Uh, and when you're reading the articles, you know what else you can be doing? At the same time, you can be listening to all the other shows on the network, man. Just pop a little headphone in. That's the thing with phones. You can do, like, two things at once. Jess and I were talking about this yesterday. Remember, she was like, remember the days when you had to have, like, a camera, like, uh, something to play your music, and then, like, a phone all separately is, like, three different things back in, like, 2008 and shit? And I was like, well, I never really had a camera, but I remember having, like, an iPod and then, like, a phone and all this shit. And, fuck, now you can just do it all in one. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I it still really live is. in 2008, so. You were what? I still live in 2008, so uh, that that stuff still applies to me and my phone. You have a, do you, got a, do you have a do pager you have a and a beeper too? Well, I've got everything on the on the internet. I don't have uh, the, the the stupid apps or whatever. I just stick everything. I got like fucking 25 tabs on Chrome, on the <laughs> uh, the phone. <laughs> I got like two apps. <laughs> what do you use like Spotify oh. on the like internet? You don't just download the app. No, like, I, I, I use the I use the music player that comes with the phone. Yeah, you know, I just music or whatever. You well, know, I, I download the music on the PC and I transfer it. Like, ah! after the oh, you're an Android years. guy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you you're on LimeWire still? Yeah. Yeah, SoulSeek, baby. Casa. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking brutal you know what i'm not gonna lie i had, I was using a walkman up until like 2010 so i had that little little cd player or whatever mm-hmm. what you, yeah that thing is money i'd have my cd my little you know the big binders and shit i would have that in my backpack going uh, to high school yes, and i just bro. have a bunch of cds and shit bro you know back in the day i had like 700 albums like i had a whole wall full of them they're all gone now you know i've been moving around too much to keep transferring them all but yeah i was the same guy even just burning them too, the old burnt CDs. You oh, yeah. fucking buy them and go make your own shit. You just, what was that, Pirate Bay back in the day? You just tore it and get a whole fucking, a whole catalog. Discography. Exactly, bro. 100%. We used to do that shit. That was the way to go. Uh, anyways, we're all, you know who wouldn't understand that is that fuck gesturing Archer in the Discord. He's got no idea what we're talking <laughs> about. Right? But, uh, he was born with an iPad in his hand. He's one of those 100%. iPad kids. He is an iPad kid. Anybody? Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, so hell yeah, go to the SGP, read the, the articles, listen to the, all the shows and all that cool jazz. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's always popping off. We would never torch anybody in the Discord. That would never happen, yo, because you guys are all a bunch of fucking beauties. So hell yeah, shout out to all of our friends and pals. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in the Discord, uh, you can reach out to myself or Ryan. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction, or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account. Like we always say, intern's been killing it, man. Pumping out content. I'm sure he's going to be absolutely on fire for this season. So we're really excited, really looking forward to see that. Uh, and uh, if you if you really, really, really want to get into the Discord, what you can do is uh, throw on your, your fucking best pair of cargo jorts and your little fucking visor, upside-down visor, a little basketball shirt. You can grab your little pager and your little Sony Walkman, and you can walk into Hot Topic, and you can find Mr. Joel Meyer in there, and he'll be looking the exact same as you. And uh, you can just ask him, like, hey, hey, what's going on, bro? What's up, Radman? You know, how, how the hell do we get up in this Discord? Also, what the fuck's a Discord? Is it like MySpace? Because, like, if it is, then we're fucking all rocking and rolling, bro. So, chat, that's how you can get in the Discord, you know? Hot topic. That that's one place I do not miss from the past. 
<laughs> loved. I loved it. I used to love that place. Uh, of course, you did a hardcore it, boy. It's still oh, around, yeah. Is it still I, around? I, I think that changed up, changed it up a bit. But yeah, it's, it's it's still in the malls. M- mall, malls are dead though. They used to have killer band merch. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, all right, follow the show on Twitter at hockey sgpn. Uh, we're getting some tweets. Well, at least one tweet about you know if we're going to do any. any uh, any over under or win total shows that's, that's what we've been doing if you haven't been following along you know for, for the, over the past month or so we've gone through every team you know that their off season their last season looking ahead to, for best bets for them so you know pick your team pick what team you want pick and choose go through them go back and uh, listen to those those are still evergreen till the season starts so you can uh, call us out on our bad takes if, if you if you'd like to and uh, oh, yeah. make sure you, you leave us a five-star rating and review on apple or spotify or just subscribe <laughs> to the hockey on podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you. A sneezy boy. A sneezy, sneezy boy. And uh, we're brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the, for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have at the Nickelback concert. Uh, the Game Time app experience is fantastic. Got flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets and their lowest price guarantee. So you make sure if uh, always get the best price, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference uh, Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps on your set. The tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to get dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates for each leg as well as the expected probability for the whole parlay. Sort all picks by hit rate to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. We good? We good. Okay, take a take a take a sip of water or something, Gilbert. That's cool. Um, all right, we're gonna keep our uh, our division previews and our team previews and stuff going on this time. We're crisscrossing right right back over to the uh, Metropolitan Division, and it doesn't really get more metropolitan than the two teams we're gonna be talking about. We're going over to New York. Uh, first team that we're gonna be talking about here is the New York Islanders. Mr. Joel Meyer, take it away here, bud. Sure, man. It was another middling regular season for the Isles being in and around the wildcard spots pretty much all season long but this was better than the previous season where they were rocked by injuries and that intense 13 game road trip to start the season which they never really recovered from of course they're they're building the new arena whatever they could they could they could play there early in the year whatever it was uh or maybe they just the NHL fucked them I don't remember anyway 2022 was all about Ilya Sorokin, who recorded the best goal saved of expected stats since that stat has been tracked. He was an absolute stud. He continued to bail out the Isles when they were unable to score, which was often, and is the biggest reason why they made the playoffs at all. It's unfortunate, then, that it was a very weak goal that he conceded in the elimination game six against the Hurricanes. So you can't help but feel bad for him in that spot, considering he was their best player all the season long, and he's the reason why 
they went out there uh, in that game six. Um, yeah, they gave the Hurricanes a mighty effort. He played well up until that point, really. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, you know, I, I took the Isles in that series at a pretty decent number, but uh, Hurricanes were the better team in the end. And uh, unfortunately for the the Isles, their goaltending let them down. But uh, that's the way it goes. You know, there's there's a lot of irony in the sport and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, the Isles, you know, they, they, you just there's a certain baseline they expect from them. They they do have a kind of high ceiling because they do play a strong playoff game. But uh, yeah, as long as they get in the playoffs, they'll they'll be in it. Um, but yeah, if they're not winning it, then their season is unsuccessful considering the age of their team and their aspirations and the uh, probably best goal in the league, in my opinion, in Ilya Sorokin. So still an unsuccessful season, but at least they, they made the playoffs unlike the, the previous season. So, yeah, it's, it's just uh, th- this team is the, I don't know, the definition of, of um, like an average team. Like they're the, kind of like the Minnesota Wild of the East in terms of what you can expect from them. Um, but, yeah, this is also a team that was, was threatening to make the Stanley Cup finals uh, the, the previous two seasons. So this team does have a, a lot of talent previous two seasons before the, the uh, um, I should say, three, four seasons ago. But uh, it's, it's still largely the same players. So, you, you, yeah, this team, not not a great season. But, uh, yeah, it's just another another uh, expected result, I guess, considering the fact that they, they don't have a lot of top-end talent. They were just too reliant on the goaltending, too reliant on the defense. They just couldn't get a lot of goal scoring. Um, so, yeah, just not a... Not a great season, but uh, not a terrible season either. Exactly. Uh, pretty much a, a kind of a typical Islander season. Uh, they, they they squeaked into the playoffs. They're not never going to be like top of the league. They're not going to be bottom of the league. They're going to be on the bubble. They want to be able to make the playoffs and then, you know, see if their goaltending can carry them. And as you mentioned, their goaltending, unfortunately, let them down after a fantastic season by by Sorokin. Uh, he, was, he was incredible. He probably should have won the Vesna, but, you know, Allmark had, had the great Bruins team in front of him. So, he won it there. Uh, Islanders also saw a bit of a resurgence from uh, Zach Parisi at 21 goals. I think he's now retired or at least just still out there on the free agent market. Uh, they traded for Bo Horvat in season, which I think was a, a big move to show that they're like they're, they're trying to compete. So I feel like that's going to be something to keep an eye on uh, this coming season. But yeah, last season was very typical of the Islanders. The, this is what this is what those teams that want to be like they want to be competitive for ten years, you know, get in the playoffs and, and see what happens. And and that's what the what the Islanders did. And unfortunately, their their goaltending let them down. And and you know, it wasn't a matter of necessarily not being able to score, although that that was part of it. They only scored one goal in, in that game game losing game six. But you know, it's it's a matter of this is what the Islanders want to do. They they want to you know be on the playoff bubble, try to make it, and see if their uh, goaltending and interference and, and just team defense can carry them. Oh, one more thing. We we shouldn't we shouldn't emphasize the fact that the goaltending let him down. It was just that that one terrible oh, no, goal no, at I, the end. Yeah, like Sorokin was still good in that series. So we just 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 a little caveat there. Yeah, it's worth noting. I'm glad that you said that. Um, do the Islanders to me at least? Maybe I'm crazy here, but it's just the definition of fucking mid. Like there's 
Uh, are they bad? No. Are they great? Definitely not. They're just a mid-team that squeaks in the playoffs every year. And to be fair, you know, we always say once you get into the dance, anything can happen. But I feel like that counts for every team except for the New York Islanders, bro. I don't know if it's crazy, but like, you know, you look at the top end talent, like a Matthew Brazell, and obviously when they brought in Bo Horvat last year as well. Uh, I think Anders Lee was banged up a little bit for them last year. So you saw that, but they still were able to to fucking just mid themselves into a playoff spot, which you'd expect nothing less, man. But there was some positive notes last year. Julie touched on it. You know, the rise of Ilya Sorokin, that was definitely uh, great to see, especially, you know, they just signed an eight-year extension that kicks in after this season as well. Uh, and he's arguably one of the best, if not the top goalie in the NHL. Uh, but another guy that had a great year last year, uh, almost a breakout year, and you're looking for him to keep improving on it would be defenseman Noah Dobson, uh, the 23-year-old stud on the back end. He's he had a great fucking season for them last year, yo. So they're all, even though yes they they lost in the playoffs, you know, early round. I think it was round one or whatever. It wasn't wasn't too pretty, but there was I guess still some positives to take out from a from a mid franchise overall. Yes, sir. After. Uh after the season there's the off season and it's been a very curious one oh, is that how that works oh, wow. <laughs> i'm just uh, spelling it out for some of our slower listeners um and or maybe people who have it on 1.5 times speed i don't know but uh it's been a very curious one by lou in the aisles basically did a lot to preserve the same team as you would expect over the past uh you know four or five years uh of course their biggest moves were trading for and resigning Poe Horvat after before the trade deadline, who gives them a much-needed one-center, who so they don't have to play Brock Nelson there, which is a, a massive difference. The biggest summer move was clearly locking up Sorokin for eight more years. As Talon mentioned, reasonable AAV, he is their best player, so it's obviously worth it to trust in him for that long, even if it's generally not ideal to hand out so much money to goalies at once, as we could see from the Bobrovsky lesson, but maybe Sorokin is uh, uh, more durable and more um, consistent over the long run, but Otherwise, more Russian. I, He's even more Russian. Even more Russian. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, the Angval deal was fine. Far too long, but obviously that was done to keep the AAV down. Since the Isles are especially tied to the cap, he gives the Isles something a bit different than what they have, a bit more speed at least. So that's another trade deadline acquisition that has a good chance of working out positively. So altogether, uh, we'll give him a B- minus for the offseason. Yeah, I mean, this was a this was a typical Islanders offseason too. They, they they locked up their guys. I mean, yeah, you said a, a bit too long for, you know, definitely Engvall, but they had to keep the AAV down. Mayfield got seven years. I think he he's a fine defenseman. He's three point five million is fine for him. Uh, yeah, it it is a bit weird that they now have uh, eleven million starting next year in Sorokin and Varlamov. But this is how the Islanders team is built. They're built through goaltending. They're built through defense now with Pulluck and Pellick and Mayfield and Dobson as a top four. And yeah, they got got Horvat in there, got Engvall. It seems like that they have their core now. You know, you know Barzal, Horvat, Engvall, Pelluck, Pelluck, Mayfield. These guys they're going to move forward with plus their goalie. So it's a matter of having those those pieces on the outside, and and they have them for now. But it's it's a matter of you know moving forward in a few years. Hopefully for their sake, the the cap does does raise a little bit, and they're able to get a little bit better of, of role players. But yeah, this offseason for them probably a, a solid B. Yeah, uh, you guys said it, man. Like they they locked in the guys that they wanted to lock in. They're building, I guess, technically a core, you know, with the likes of Matthew Barzell, Bor Horvat being in long term, like you guys said as well. Um, 
you know, with the Polak and the Pelek and the Pelak and the Pilu and the Pele and the, the Pony and all those other fucking Ps <laughs> on the back end. Yeah, exactly. Like that Spectrum one. Brazil. Uh, <laughs> I threw that in just for you, baby. Um, but yeah, they got their guys, you know, Jolie touched on the pure angle extension. Yeah, you gave them seven years or whatever it was at $3 million. You know, we could say to keep the AAV down. I don't know if the AAV should be any higher than $3 million, no matter how long you give them. But, hey, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's I can't get around. I just It's just a mid-off season for a mid-team with a fucking 80-year-old general manager that's stuck in his fucking ways with great goaltending. Like, that's what that's what the New York Islanders are, bro. And technically, this does, preseason still counts as the offseason, I guess, correct? Because I want to say something that I saw the other day. Fucking preseason game. New York Rangers, fucking New York Islanders are happening. And Lula Morello refuses to release his roster until, like, puck drop. What the fuck are we doing? It's a preseason game, for Christ's sakes. Like, I know preseason's for seeing who's making the team and all this shit. But part of it, too, is kind of for the fans. You know, it's like, let's get some cheaper ticket prices going. Maybe some of the le- lesser-off people can go and watch their favorite team play and all this shit. And here we have 80-year-old fucking Italian fucking Lula Morello out here just not releasing his lineup to try and have some gamesmanship against the New York Rangers. Well, guess what? The Rangers said, well, if he's not, they're not releasing it. We're not going to release ours either. So we got a preseason game happening in fucking the beginning of September, middle of September, for Christ's sakes. And none of the fans know who the hell they're going to go watch. Like, what the hell are we doing here, man? It's, it just flabbergasts me. I had to bring it up. Like, what the fuck are we doing in preseason, bro? Like, does everything have to be a thing with this guy? Like, it always, it, there's always got to be something, you know? It, it blows my mind. So, I, I get He's 80 years old. He's stuck in his ways. But, like, what the fuck are we doing, Lou? I'm sorry. I, I had not heard that. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I mean, I, I can see the Flyers doing that against a rival like the Devils. And I know the Islanders and, and Rangers <laughs> are, are, are big rivals. I love I, it. I love it. I will go you would you love yeah. it in preseason, you fucking dweeb. <laughs> I mean, what preseason is boring as fuck anyway. Might as well make some kind of a <laughs> excitement out of it and you know, some kind of talk like uh, like uh, what was going on with the, the Penguins fan and Bedard and all that. I heard something about that. I, I guess you guys might know better than me. Do you guys hear about that? I didn't see it. I, I, know, I know Penguins. I think it was in the someone threw it in the Discord. Penguins fans were upset that the Senators played there like played their guys in a preseason nah, game. That's something to do with thing. the dart. But uh, anyway, uh, I, none of us know what's going on. Anyway, who cares? It's the fucking Great podcast. Game. We're fucking right in the loop, eh? We got to yeah. figure out the false here. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been a cent goal, in the preseason, so. Well, good for him. Like, well, that's another thing. Man, fucking Bedard's going to win the call. Just because every fucking TV channel is fucking jacking him off. Every every little movie makes is like, oh, we're going to show this highlight even though he doesn't do shit. I saw that. Was, They're like, he burned a guy's ankles, but he caught an edge trying to turn around. Probably. Yeah. Didn't. Like, it's like, oh, oh, his, first his, assist, his first assist in the yeah. NHL, the preseason game. Oh, it's going to be an uphill battle for my long shots to his win. first uh, road exit. Oh, what are we uh, going to do? Fuck, man. <laughs> uh, oh, on, that, on that Bedard note, though, if, if you think he's going to score in the first game, you can you can bet that when he's going to score his first goal against the Penguins, plus 175. Because I imagine that that'll get much lower once closer to the game time he'll probably be closer to even money after all this Connor bernard's gonna be the taylor swift of the nhl i'm calling it right now (laughs) yep seems that way like uh, what's happening i remember this kind of thing from mcdavid even and mcdavid is better than bedard i I will i will die on that hill that mcdavid had a better career than bedard but anyway chicago's a bigger market i want to say i don't know it's not uh, I, I think it is. I in the States, yes. 
It means more. Oilers most, are like the second the biggest is in, is in the states west of Toronto. I don't know, bro. Like, I feel like if you looked at like revenue and like shit like that, I don't and, like viewership. I feel like yeah, Chicago, when they're playing well, would probably be bigger than Edmonton. How how was the Matthews hype before his rookie season? It, it Dude, was huge, it was right? Massive. Yeah, yeah. Com- you got to compare the Canadian media compared to the American media. The American media doesn't care about hockey. The Canadian media cares all about hockey. So Oilers are naturally a, a wave above the, the Blackhawks in terms of the attention players get. Um, yeah. But but as hockey fans, we cons- we consume hockey media, so we're gonna see Bedard. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about overall, like uh, in terms of attention, like the like TSN and and, and Sportsnet, whatever. They're gonna be, you know, they're all about the Oilers. Uh, whereas the Blackhawks, they're like, uh, I don't know, the NHL, the fourth biggest market in in uh, in terms of the sports. Like, there's baseball. I don't know, even uh, there's football and basketball. The, the hockey is. is... Wait, you think like hockey's ahead of baseball? I mean, no. the White Sox suck. The Cubs. Collapse. No, in terms of national media. National oh, national media. media. Oh, no. MLS is about to pass the NHL. Yeah, NHL is like fifth or sixth. Yeah, there you go. So that's what I'm saying. Like in Canada, like it's hockey is still number one with a bullet, and uh, and the, the Oilers are like a front and center all the time. Like a like uh, you know, Bedard. We talk about him with his preseason highlights. <laughs> the same kind of thing with McDavid, and then the regular season highlights. Uh, they're always pumping him up. So that's what I'm talking about. Like the Oilers do have a big market. I know, obviously, overall, like, the Blackhawks are a original six team, and they they do have a big market in terms of the states. But in terms of the overall media attention, I think the 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 edge goes to the Oilers, especially considering they're a good team now, right? Like the the Blackhawks are. They were fine and they were they're great when they were a legit contender. But these days, like Oilers are on pinnacle right now. They're their favorite to win the cup. So, like the Oilers are just uh, on another level in terms of uh, in in multiple regards. So that's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, even back even back then though, like the McDavid was not getting this kind of crazy hype that Bedard is getting. Even even in, in Canadian markets, uh, and it's not just because he plays in Chicago. It's just because they're for whatever reason, just just want to love the guy, which is fine. He's an awesome player, but I don't think he's going to be as good as McDavid. That's my point. I'm sticking Chicago, to it. I'm sorry, I got jumped in here. Chicago's valued at one point five million or one point five billion dollars, and the Edmonton Oilers is valued at one point two seven five billion, whatever that might be worth. Oh, so that's I fine. I, I think it's also a matter of you know how sports and the NHL and social media is covering everything nowadays, but like every highlight is like blasted out on every social media platform. When McDavid almost 10 years ago now, back in 2015 was that the, the game wasn't covered in, in the same way. Yeah, that's fair. That's and part fair. of it in McDavid's rookie year, like he it. missed half the season too. Right. So maybe that can kind of come. No, into I, play. Yeah, no, no, I meant like, not, in terms not, of like, not, the like preseason. Yeah. Hyping up preseason yeah. hype. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to the Islanders. Yeah, anyway. Uh, that's how big the Islanders are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about Connor McDavid and Connor McDonald to spice this segment up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like we, we mentioned the same thing. Like Dallas is pretty much the same team every year. So we're, we're going to be saying the same kind of things. Uh, but this year they got Horvat and they got Pierre Engvall with them for the whole season. So it's 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 still pretty easy to project them around the same spot. Fighting for a wild card position all season long. Uh, actually, if we round up, my power rating projection has them exactly the same number of points to finish with last season, 93. So I uh, expect that pretty often. 
Um, while this will be a middling regular season once again, this is not a team anyone wants to play in the playoffs, though, where their depth, grittiness, and the discipline become more important, and where an elite goalie like Sorokin can steal a series and make it look easy. They also have a sneaky great defensive roster, too, especially if Ryan Pollock and Noah Dobson can rebound from relatively down years. I know Talon said that Noah Dobson was good last year. He wasn't that good. Two years ago, he was awesome, but uh, I think that he can rebound this one. Um, so if you want to buy Isles Cup stock, I'd wait for a better price in season for sure, since they will almost certainly become longer at several points during the season, just like they did last year. Uh, so yeah, the Isles, while seemingly not having the most competitive team, are in win-now mode as they rank 30th in uh, the Athletics' Corey Pronman's pipeline rankings. So there's not a lot of help coming from their prospects. So it's it's pretty much now or never for what is quickly becoming a fairly old team, not not in, in the front office as well as on the ice. Yeah, and like even looking at like Oliver Wallstrom was supposed to be somebody for them, the 11th overall pick. He's been, I mean, he, he's a bust, but it's also like the Islanders don't have a system where they can have these skill players thrive. So like maybe he's not a bust, maybe he's you know doing what he can with, with, with his ice time and whatnot. But yeah, they're they're an old team. I think Dobson, you know, had a bit of a down year last year, you know, points wise and whatever. But like, you know, the more the more NHL experience he gets. He only had two points less than the year before, and he played three less games. Right, just I, make I, it sound like he was fucking terrible. Like, I, I think, no, but I think... Defensively, I think, he took a step back. Oh, jeez, here we go. I, I, I think every year... Our truck says that he saw <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> every year he plays, he'll, he'll get better, especially... I'm not sure if he's lined up to be be first pair or second pair uh, with... Pellick with the first pair, apparently. Uh, yeah, the Islanders this coming season probably going to be very similar to last season on, on the playoff bubble. And it's a matter of the teams around them. If the teams around them are going to be able to you know, take that step forward, the, the Penguins we talked about, who are projected to be better than the Islanders, you know, should should be ahead of them. And then we have the, the Devils Hurricanes and we have the teams in the Atlantic who could take, take a step forward. But it's still it's it's a uh, Sorokin and Varlamov. Like, I, I feel like they have the, the goaltending. They have the defense. So they're going to be right there in the playoff hunt, no matter what. So yeah, I, th- I think at these odds, Cup fifty to one might be worth it. Uh, you can get make or miss playoffs both at plus one ten. I don't. I, I I really have nothing on this team. That's why <laughs> this team is mid, bro. They'll be sniffing. There's no way around it. They will be sniffing around the playoffs. You know, they're either going to be in or they're going. I don't know. I don't know, Jimmy. They're either going to be in the playoffs or they're going to be out of the playoffs. We're going Tony Romo up on this one here. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's uh, they'll be there. They'll be at the dance. They'll be they'll be sniffing around come the end of the season. They'll be playing. What is that? What's that saying? We want to be playing meaningful games come April or whatever. Well, they will be playing meaningful games. Um, I Ryan made a good point, man. Like I know we'll be talking about Sorokin, but that goaltending tandem, yes, it's a lot of money to have into those two guys when it comes to Vasilev or to Sorokin and Varlamov. But technically, for this season, you only have six point seven five million dollars into the two. Uh, that Sorokin extension we talked about kicks in after this season, so that's that's still. That's a that's a good price to have two steady goalies. You know, Semyon Varlamov can still give you, you know, 20, 22, 25 starts, maybe potentially take some of the load off and still uh, still be a decent serviceable guy in between the pipes there uh, for the Islanders. So I like that. Um, we got to obviously we got to say this. Matthew Brazell is a fucking stud, bro. It's I don't want to be a dick, but it's kind of a shame this guy's in the Islanders or in New York with the Islanders because he's such a fucking sick player. I would love to see him somewhere else around the league. And he's on a hell of a contract too. eight years and nine point one five million dollars Did fucking Lamorello put a gun to his head and make him sign it or something. I don't know. That's a wicked awesome deal, though. So hell yeah. Um, 
Or they do this year as far as like make playoffs, miss playoffs. I kind of got them out. I think that just we're seeing this in the Eastern Conference as a whole. Uh, it's There's just a, such a powerhouse. We're seeing those emerging teams that we talked about, the likes of Buffalo, maybe potentially Ottawa, Boston still a thing in the Atlantic, Leafs, Tampa Bay. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go about managing the Vasilevsky injury. Then you look at the other teams in the Metro alone, man, the Rangers, the fucking Devils. Like, these guys are these, these are killers, you know. I'm not, I know you guys probably weren't too high on Pittsburgh, but I'm almost sleepy high on Pittsburgh for one last kind of kick around the can here, man. So even them, you know, being in the same, uh, the same division as well, there's just, I guess the point I'm getting at is there's a lot of lot of teams a lot of battles that are going to be going on in this uh eastern conference playoff picture here and i kind of have the islanders you know on the on the outside of it but uh we'll see how it happens like i said they'll be sniffing around as far as division odds go i will not be touching that stanley cup 50 to 1 same thing uh like i said this this is a team that like i said anybody can, can have a chance when they get into the playoffs except for the new york islanders so fuck the islanders uh point total 91 and a half Sounds about right. They'll be sniffing around there. Could go over. Could go fucking under. I don't know. What an what an analysis there, right? Eh? Uh, look, looking at regular season goalie wins. Uh, Sorokin had 31 wins last year in 60 starts. His line is at 31 and a half. I I, ha- I think I have, you have to go with the under here, and it might actually be worth betting under 31 and a half at minus 115. You could see uh, more of a split, especially with with Varlamov, you know, both being under under that contract, and I don't think the Islanders are going to be as good as they were last year anyway. So I think I think that's probably a good bet if you're looking to fade the Isles. This is uh, another case. Of, sorry, Jolie. This is another case where like you look at a team that's up against it, the cap, and then you look at their roster, and I don't know, was it really that serviceable? Like, should should this be a team up against the cap? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but. It's a pretty competitive team. They'll they'll be in it. Um, yeah, I have zero action on this team one way or another. Just a wait and see approach with this one. Um, if they get uh, uh, two down and the the odds go way up, maybe you'll take a long shot on them because this is a team that that can do it in the playoffs. So yeah, that that's the only thing that I'm looking at with this team. I've yeah, literally nothing on them otherwise. Mid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has also just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. Uh, 100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to five one hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we're keeping it going here uh, in New York, baby. This time we're going over to the New York Rangers. Jolie, what do we got going on with the Rangers? Well, for the second season in a row, the Rangers finished with a ton of points. Great seasons by individual players, but overall team quality was poor which is why they were again below average in terms of the more advanced stats that out town loves. Um, but in 2021, the Rangers were carried by elite goaltending from Zesterkin and a ridiculous goal scoring year from Kreider. In 2022, neither had as good of a season, but the shooting and save percentage was still enough to compensate for what appears to be a middling team top to bottom. They doubled down on this goal scoring too at the deadline, going for two snipers in Tarasenko and Kane, but they still fared poorly in the playoffs after the young uh, Speedy Devils got over their early playoffs nerves to knock them out. They were able to ignore, expose the Rangers' lack of speed and beat them in spite of 
their inferior goaltending and the inferior experience. Uh, but seeing as Gallant was fired after the playoffs, it's hard to call 2022 a success. Seeing as they went to the conference finals the year before, so still definitely a failure of a season, especially since we still haven't seen real progress from the likes of Lafreniere and Kako, who are supposed to be studs by now, being picked uh, first overall and second, second overall, overall, I think. Yep. Yeah. So it's, yeah, the young guys, are they got, they got the talent, but they just haven't quite broken out like uh, we, we would have expected by now. Yeah, this Rangers team, I think they're still, you know, a quality team last year, uh, over under with nine, nine and a half finished with, with 107. But yeah, they they could not, you know, get it done in the playoffs. You know, Shostarkin's still very good. Even Halak at a 903 save percentage as the backup there. Great season by Panarin, Zbanejad, Fox. Yeah, it, it comes down to, to, to those kids. Kako, Lafreniere, uh, Philip Hedl even. And, and yeah, the, the the everyone thought trading for Tarasenko and Kane would put him over the top, but it's a it, it, they outplay defense too. It's, it's a two way game, especially in the playoffs, and that kind of was their downfall there. But uh, yeah, the Rangers are still you know in, in the mix. They're probably going to be a, a top three team in the division. They're still one of these teams that you know they're in win now mode for the foreseeable future. So last year, you know, well, ultimately a failure because they didn't didn't win the cup. But I still think it was a a and and they fired fired Gallant, but. Yeah, it wasn't a success. wasn't really a failure. Just kind of like, a, a, I guess it's a fair failure because they didn't win the cup. Yeah, it went on the fucking first round yeah, to a it, team it, that it, hasn't won the, yeah. uh, the playoffs in like ten years. I, I, I exactly. forgot. I, I forgot what happened to them in the playoffs until just now. So yeah, they, they lost in seven to the Devils. Yeah, not good. That was that was a that was a tough goal. Um, as far as last year, you're right. This is a team that you know. Normally, and let's face it, you can probably assume it's going to happen again this year. We'll get to that, but uh. uh a team that's going to put up points, and we saw that last year. A team that's going to score goals, and we saw that last year. Uh, unfortunately, like Joel touched on, we did see a slight regression from guys like uh, fucking Chris Kreider, who put up, what do you have, 52 goals the year before, and then came in and only put up 36 this year, or last season, for like 54 points or something. So it's it's not great. Artemi Panarin is still Artemi Panarin. Obviously, he had a great season last year, putting up 92 points. Um, Adam Fox took a, I don't want to say a step back, but maybe you were just... He was still good, I guess. 82 games, 72 points, 12 goals, 60 assists. But considering he was in like that's North Morgan Riley's best season, Norris, right? That, that's Morgan Riley's best season, <laughs> exactly. So it's it's serious. But coming off a Norris winning uh, Norris winning season, you know, you'd uh, you'd uh, you'd expect a little bit more, I suppose. But one of the biggest things that happened with the team last year, man, it's. Uh, Igor Shosturkin kind of came back to earth a little bit. His numbers were still serviceable, but dating back to two years ago when he put up that fucking like 2.07 save percentage and a .935, or sorry, .935 save percentage, uh, 2.07 goals against average two years ago. This year, or last season rather, he was a little bit, you know, I don't want to say human and normal because his numbers are still good, but not as great as we saw. And that's to be assumed, dude. You can't carry that out. He ended the year with a 2.48 goals against average and a 0.916 save percentage. And part of it, too, if you watched this game, so like those numbers are serviceable, but you look at it, it was a lot of like goals in the first 10 minutes of games and like little just goals at bad times when you shouldn't be giving up goals, you know, when you need your goalie to make a save and you don't want to get behind the eight ball. Those were the kind of things that we saw squeaking puck or the pucks we saw squeaking by Shosturkin last year that we didn't necessarily see uh two years ago so we're hoping that uh, he can kind of bounce back and uh, get his game back together to uh to be the elite goalie that was in the heart uh the heart conversation that we saw two years ago so uh i think that was definitely an impact of the team as well but it is still a good team it was it was a lunch bag letdown when it came to playoffs though man there's no other way around it for sure for the offseason there wasn't much activity in terms of player personnel 
But uh, the biggest move was made behind the bench with Peter Laviolette coming in for Gerard Gallant. Even though we still like Gallant as a coach, we do like the move altogether as Gallant's voice wasn't really getting through to the younger players and he did not do a good job of adjusting tactically to the Lightning two years ago and the Devils last year. So having a new coach could be just what the younger players need to to break out. Um, as for the signings, there's nothing really to object to with veterans Wheeler and Eric Gustafsson both coming in on the cheap for one year, especially like the Wheeler signing. You, you can give them a, a lot of juice there in the playoffs in particular. Uh, but the Rangers better pray that Shostakhin doesn't miss serious time because all they have is is uh, Jonathan Quick behind him, and uh, he's been fucking brutal, uh, especially last season. Um, and we're starting to question how he's even a backup right now with with how badly he's played uh, in the past two seasons. So, yeah, Shostakhin's health is is all about uh, it's, it's what this team is counting on, and uh, they're in trouble if he doesn't be healthy. Uh, but yeah, as the off season, <laughs> we'll, we'll give them a B minus, uh, just because there there wasn't uh, you know, a ton they can do. They've been up to the cap for the past few years and whatnot, and uh, they did bring in um, Wheeler and Gustafsson on pretty good deals. Like Wheeler uh, for that cheap is pretty damn good, especially coming into New York City where they typically um, pay up for for those kind of players. So yeah, B minus is a fair grade for these the Rangers. I think possibly even better, possibly B plus or, or, or an A minus. So with you know, I think Laviolette bringing in for this team is this is a very Laviolette team come in team with good veterans, team with you know some kids that maybe need a little bit of a kick in the ass. But you know, go, looking out the front of the air at Kako, they were drafted 2019, 2020, so they had the the COVID years we always talk about. Maybe you know hamper their development. They're both still. Still 22. Uh, Lafreniere turns 22 in, in, a few, in next week, so they're still young. You know, they're never going to be possibly top line players, but they can be solid middle six contributors, which is really all the Rangers need from them. Uh, also brought in Nick Benino, who's a good fourth line center there on a one year deal. Uh, Tyler Pitlick, Pitlick as well. You know, shore up their fourth line a little bit. So yeah, they still have those those top guys: Banajet, Panera, and Kreider. Still have those kids in the middle. Added Wheeler, I think, is is going to be huge for them. As a veteran presence, you know, big body for them. Uh, Trocek, I think, you know, was overpaid a little bit last offseason, but he's going to be settling in in his second year. Uh, yeah, so I think the Rangers, you know, given where they're at, I think that they had a, had a great offseason. I'm going to give them easily a, a high B, low A grade. I think this is a, a good step forward for them. Yeah, I don't hate the offseason, man. Like, you, you, Ryan just hit the fucking hit the nail right on the head there, dude. They brought in a lot of depth, a lot of older depth as well. You know, the Blake Wheeler signing. Is he a bit of an asshole? I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe he is a dick. Maybe it all falls apart, but we'll see. But either way, taking Blake Wheeler at, uh, what was that, $800,000 or something like that. Of course, anybody will have that. Uh, Nick Bonino, 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 Bonino as well. Similar kind of concept. Uh, Tyler Pitlick as well. Like trying to summon a demon there? No, that's a, there was a goal call. I forget. I think it was like a playoff goal call in like Sportsnet when, when he scored. It was Benino, 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 Benino. It's pretty funny. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, the Jolie shit all over him, but they brought in a veteran backup and a current Stanley, current reigning Stanley Cup champion, Jonathan Quick, yeah. in to help solidify yeah, he's the, the reason uh, why they won. <laughs> help solidify the goaltending. Right? His name is on the cup, baby. His name is on the cup. Must be doing something. Three right? times now. It is 100%. He earned it, right? Uh, so, hell yeah, they did that. He, on a serious note, though, he is correct. There is a little bit to be desired. I don't know who they have in their system. I thought they had some other sick fucking Russian 
Uh, I don't fucking know. Either way, whatever. Uh, they got a guy named Olaf Lindbaum. That's a sick handle. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, hopefully Shashirkin stays healthy or else this is going to be a team that uh, might be fucked if, if not. So fingers crossed for him. But as far as the offseason goes, it was... It was serviceable, man. It was good. I, I'm, you know, maybe I'm not like an A minus, or I'm between a B or a B plus for this team. And one of their one of their key losses, when I mentioned, was uh, Artemi Panarin's hair. And I'm looking up here. Apparently, <laughs> he shaved his head uh, to reset a bad stage of his career and remove evil forces that may have been in his hair. Uh, he had he had 92 points last year, not, not 29 goals, which is up from the year before. So you know, maybe he's he's ready for that for that next step. He's yeah, the he's head man. He's the head man instead of the bread man. I mean, he's been chanting banana, banana, banana in front of a mirror. Banana, 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 banana. Anyway, even allowing for this potential growth of Lafreniere and Kako, the Rangers are uh, a pretty solid known quantity. We know what Zabanajad, Trocek, Kreider, and Panarin are, and they're all in their early 30s, which might make the Rangers' window seem to be closing almost as soon as it was opening. Um, they're still set for a while, though, on the back end with uh, Fox and Kondra Miller and Shesterkin, of course, and Nett, uh, assuming uh, Igor resigns in two years, but uh, I'm sure that'll happen. But uh, I think they'll need to make radical changes to the forward group at some point. Uh, but the real wild card for this year is the new coach, Peter Laviolette. We don't know if he can get that extra gear out of the players who are supposed to be the elite of the elite. So one could argue for the upside. Maybe there is, but uh, I'm sticking with what we've seen and known about this team for the past two seasons, which hasn't really shown the depth of the cohesion to play consistent hockey. And they typically rely on their power play and goaltending to win them games, which we don't like. Uh, while that kind of thing can make you hot and go on to run for a cup, it's not a sustainable formula. So, yeah, we predict another third or fourth place in the division and likely another first or second round playoff exit. But if there is a caveat here, if um, LaViolette can get their five and five numbers better, like the the, the the big complaint about Gerard Gallant was that his team was playing bad five and five and they would just rely on the power play and all that and the goaltending, whatever. But if LaViolette can change that stuff up and, uh, and, and play them, play better five and five hockey than this team does have a, a, a like uh, the, 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 the cup is their ceiling. Like this team can be good enough to do it all, but it relies on their, their, their new coach to get them playing the right way. Um, but we'll, we'll see if that, I can, if that can happen. I don't really, I bet a little bit of the under point total, but I'm, I'm not in love with it. I don't have any other bets on this team whatsoever. Yeah. I think the point total at a hundred and a half is probably pretty good to, to where they're at um if you could shop around though you can get them to make the playoffs at, at minus 275 at a at a book there uh which is insane because at another book there to miss the playoffs at plus 400 so definite uh arb opportunity there or just take the minus 275 if you had that book because this team's making the playoffs unless just Durkin gets hurt and they have to go with uh quick and, and our boy louis Deming in that i th- feel like that's kind of yes. a lock there is he um, on, is he a ranger right now? He, he, yeah, he's on their cap friendly page. I love that. Yeah. Fucking right. The Lightning there. should have brought him back with Vesla. Should have yeah. spicy <laughs> pork and broccoli. Yeah. Not yeah, I, I don't think this team has a chance to really win a division with with Carolina and the Devils <laughs> ahead of them. But to win the cup 20 to 1, I I don't necessarily hate that. That's probably a better price. That's I that's only at one book. They're 16 to 1, 14 to 1, 17 to 1 elsewhere. So I think 20 to 1 is probably a decent price for this team. They're probably not going to get too much longer than that in season unless they have 
some significant injury. Like I said, I like their offseason. I think they have have some added some much needed depth pieces. Had a good uh, good veteran coach, good veteran depth depth guy. So yeah, I, I like them to definitely lock them in to make the playoffs at whatever uh, the best odds you can find are. I think minus 300 or, or maybe even minus 400 or better if you're willing to have your money tied up for that long. And then yeah, cop at 20 to one. I think it's a decent look if you're looking for a, a little that because that that's kind of still long shot range there at 20 to one. I think they're gonna make the playoffs and they have Shostakin, so that they, they can uh, you know make a run. Yeah, man. Um, for myself, yeah, I was really high on this team last year. I was, you know, a little bit disappointed about how it ended on for them, but I still think that the uh, this is a fucking solid team, man. And you know, Jolie touched on it. Yes, you want to see more from the likes of Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco being first and second round picks. Um, but this is the definition of a team where like. Uh, the big dogs are going to be the ones that get it done. And these fucking big dogs can hunt and these big dogs will hunt. You know, you're going to see our Tammy Panarin pop off because of Ben and Jeb as well. They'll always have great seasons. Uh, Chris Carter, you want to see more. Hopefully you can have a bounce back. Adam Fox is going to be leading the way. Igor Shosturkin, the big dogs are going to be what gets this team over the hump, man. And so come playoff time, they got to be they got to be willing and able to do it. And we've seen this team, these players have a history of having success in the playoffs. I know not necessarily it didn't happen last year, but we've seen, you know, Panarin going around. We've seen Zabanja be a superstar in the playoffs before. Like, uh, so I, I'm really, really, really hoping that the things kind of work out for this New York team. This is a team that I'm going to be all over as well. Uh, point total over the number of 105. I like that. Um division odds it's gonna be tough dude because that devil's team is gonna be so fucking sick but plus 450 i don't hate a little sprinkle but uh i think ryan brought up a good point though the, if you one of the better ways to play this could potentially be the cup at 20 to 1 you know that's still decent odds long shot odds right so if you throw down fucking 50 bucks 100 bucks or something you know you gotta give yourself a little a little fucking slap payoff going on there so i don't hate that um but yeah i'm i'm a little higher on this rangers team they fucked me up last year they fucked me up the year before a little bit too but i'm still gonna be uh riding high with my boys uh in blue red and white you know they're the true colors of red white and blue fuck america we're going with the rangers baby uh looking at the uh goalie win total sir starkins at 34 and a half he had 37 last year and 36 the year before so i think and that was in 58 and 52 starts i mean with, with quick as a backup as long as he stays healthy I like that over number. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of games with uh, Quick behind him. And- yeah. <laughs> Quick's just going to be obvious here to fucking pack Chew on the bench and, you know, just fucking <laughs> look at chicks in New York. That's all he's doing. Uh, what's just Eric and Vesna? It's got to be not the greatest odds, probably. Eh? Like six to one. No, yeah. I think I think he's still up there. Yeah, six to one. Yeah, I don't necessarily love that, but hey, whatever. Fair enough. Ooh, anything else with the, the Rangers here, gentlemen, or what? Uh, don't think so. All right. Well, a nice little quick one, boys. That wraps it up. That's okay. You know, that was good. We it was recorded yesterday. We didn't have a lot of news or uh, bullshit to get into. This is this is still going to be close to an hour. It's not quick. Okay. Well, it's, fucking... it's, it's a typical episode. I think an hour is, is a great length. Okay. Whatever. Uh, anyways. What yeah <laughs> that's just yeah I'm, I'm not gonna get it okay uh <laughs> never been as a wise man uh everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast every website that's the place to be baby tons of stuff in the world of sports obviously we talked about it you know hockey's fucking almost it's pretty much here you might as well just say it's here you might as well start drinking now
Okay, if you can start drinking now because the game's on the tenth, they're going to be absolutely fucking electric. Cannot wait for that. Uh, what else? We got? we got football, we got college football, baseball playoffs are doing their thing. MMA's doing its thing. Uh, you know, bunch of stuff going on in the world of sports. So it's the best time of the year. So hell yeah, you can find all that information on the SGPN website. Uh, go there, read the articles, check out Ryan's division articles. They're they're fucking awesome. He's doing a he did a kick ass job with them. So be sure to go check that out. They're still valid up until you know even you can even argue when the season starts a little bit. You know, so go check those out. Uh, uh, and then listen to the other shows, dude. Everybody's doing a fucking kick-ass job. Everybody's getting all gunned up and fucking rock hard and ready to rock and roll for sports, man. So fucking I'm fired up. I know you guys are fired up, too. Uh, what else is fired up? Um, Ryan's cats. Are, how's your new cat doing? Is your cat fired up? Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's doing good. He's still still hanging out in, in the bathroom. Uh, he does have like a little... His One of his paws, one of his claws has been like bleeding a little bit. We noticed it before we brought him in. So we're, so we're, we're waiting for that to, uh, that to heal before he... Uh, we introduced him to the other cats, but we have shown them. We, we've held them and whatnot. They, they're not fans. Our, our cats have hissed at him, uh, but he's doing good. He, he loves catnip. He's a very talkative boy, so I'm, I'm very happy to have him. So he's got a bloody claw. The other cats hate him. He's loud as shit. He loves. Is this cat on meth? Like what? The fuck's he, going on? He, he might be. I don't know. He was, he was on the streets, so you never know. Did you just find him and then just picked him up and said, "You're we're taking you home," or how'd that well, work? We, we 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 saw him like we we fed him for like. Over the summer, three, four months, he would always come to us and, and you know meow at us for food. So we fed him. And the big storm was coming. We're like, all right, we, we, we were thinking about taking him in anyway. We're like, all right, let's do it. And he loves us. He just, uh, our current cats are very territorial. Is all I'll say that. Uh, sounds like you got a, you know, a catastrophe on your hands there, but I hope <laughs> it all plays out well. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, hell yeah, man. Uh, go to the website and all that shit, and uh, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Everybody's having a good time. It's almost fucking game time, yo. So we're gonna see this place absolutely erupt. It's gonna be electric. Cannot wait to see the things that are gonna be taking place. Uh, the Bro, the actions and what is going to be happening in this Discord this year, I can already tell. It's We're going to get into trouble. We're going to get into trouble. There's going to be some stuff going on. But I cannot wait. It's going to be fucking sweet, yo. So, hell yeah. I, it's fun getting into trouble. Julie, remember that old commercial from that fucking game? That was sweet. Um, anyway, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Let's fucking go. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan. We'll point you in the right direction. You can also reach out or you can reach out to us on Twitter. You can also reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Intern fucking killing it. He'll get you in there for sure. If you know, he'll get you in there. Uh, if the intern tries to say, yeah, I get you in, but it's going to cost you 20 bucks, tell him, tell him that you're not dumb. You know, he's not, he might be trying to make a little side hustle there. That's okay. We respect it for trying, but you know, it doesn't cost you anything to get in the Discord, so don't be fooled by him. Uh, and then if you really want to get in the Discord, but you don't want to go about all those other standards, what you can do is uh, go over to Jonathan Quick's house, and you'll see his best friend, Joel Meyer, there. And he'll be sitting poolside. Joel will be packing a big fucking chaw, big horseshoe up in that fucking lower that lower gum that he's got, man, in his jowl. And he'll just be like, oh, that's how you get in the Discord. And then he'll fucking get <laughs> you in the Discord like that, all right? Fucking right. Uh, Jonathan Quick knows how to party. <laughs> he does a party. Yeah, and as I said at the top of the show, if, if you know if this is one of your your first shows you're listening to for, for the team previews, go back and listen to other ones. I mean, you're probably just you know these are the bigger market teams, the teams people care about. But we have bets for almost every team besides the mid mid teams we don't like very much. But yeah, just still, still great content to go back and listen to. Make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Island Podcast and leave us a five star rating and review, and follow us on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. Hell yeah, man. 
Uh, all right, guys, my name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Tyler underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me hate watching the Blue Jays for the next 10 minutes, hoping that they fucking fuck up because goddamn, I hate, there's one thing I hate more than baseball. It's the fucking Toronto Blue Jays. It's the one thing I hate more than Toronto Blue Jays. It's their fucking loser fans. So hell yeah. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. Ross Atkins is a pussy. And I'm Joel Meyer. And you can find me thinking that this was a short episode because I really got a fucking piss. <laughs> what if we took forever to end the episode? Look at this graph, photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Girl. Yeah.